to find purpose for your life. If you know the reason why you are here on earth, you will then fulfill. Most people are not able to do anything on this earth because they come confused and they don't know what to do. Some people come to this world, they don't know why they are here. Some come, they know the purpose for their life, but they don't know how to accomplish it. Some come, they know the purpose for their life, and they know how to accomplish it, and they accomplish it. So those people have satisfaction in their life. Those who don't know, and don't know even what to do, they are the most confused people on earth. You'll find out when everybody's moving, you move there because you don't know. Those who know and finally can't fulfill it, they are frustrated people. Because you know this is where I have to get to. But you are not getting there. It's so frustrating. You know you should be at this position, but you don't know how to get there. Very frustrating, isn't it? You know you must get to Kumasi, but you don't know how to get to Kumasi. You don't even have the money to get to Kumasi. Is it not frustrating? Yes. It's also you know, you don't know whether where, which country or which town should I live in. You get confused. So any village you see, you think this is where I must settle. Such a confused person. We pray that God will make his will known to us. Everyone that fulfilled his life on earth here, one, knew what God wanted them to do, two, fulfill what God uh, wanted them to do. At the end, they said, when they're leaving this world, they live here very satisfied. 
And I believe that all of us want to get to that point, isn't it? How many of you don't want to get to that point? I want to get to that point because that is the point Jesus got to. When he came, he knew exactly what to do. He met a system, but that was not a system. In fact, he could have enrolled himself into the rabbi, the, the, the school of this and that, and go through the, uh, uh, the, the, the whatever it is to become a priest there. Uh, or to become some leader or a teacher there. But he knew that this is what I have come. He clarified his goal that I have come for this purpose that I might give life and give it more abundantly. He knows that he came there to lay down his life for his sheep. I'm not one of the ones that will come and teach and go. I am here to put down my life and that is what I am working towards so he made up his mind. He knew that at the end, he must die to share his blood. And when he got on the cross and they nailed him, the last word he said that it is finished. I believe that at the end of our life, we should also be able to say it is finished. We will not be moving around and doubting whether we fulfill our will on earth or not. So if there's anything anybody should seek for, is to seek for the will of God. That I came that I might do the will of my father. You see, there are many things you can do. He said, prophet, you are confusing us now. We don't even know the will of the Lord. So how can we do the will of the Lord? The first will of the Lord is to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Once you enter the will of God by accepting him as your Lord and personal Savior, then the next direction can come. Yes, you may be in a village and you get to know, I must go to, I have to live in Accra, in a certain suburb of Accra. But you can't live in that suburb until you come to Accra. Yes. The moment you get to Accra, you know, your first job is done. done. The next one is to know which house to go and live in. But most of us are outside the city and still asking which home. So Christ is our number one will. Jesus, that is why we need to go and witness and tell people about Jesus Christ, bringing them into the center of the will of God. Once we get it, then he can fill out with the spirit of God that can give us the knowledge and the understanding of what and purpose to do. You know, when Paul was strike on the way, you know the first thing he said? When God called him, Saul, 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 why I persecuted my church, me and my Jason. So, uh, so, uh, uh, so if I were the Saul, I would ask him, God, I can't see open my eyes. I would say, oh God, uh, uh, Lord, uh, you see, the money, uh, uh, the money I've been looking for for a very long time. Lord, now if you are the one now, I want it now. He asked, what do you want me to do? What is my purpose on earth? Why did you bring me on this earth? So I said, 
what shall I do, Lord? Most of the time, what we ask is, what will you do for us? Not what shall we do for you? Whenever people come to church, they meet God, the question they ask, or even in their country, what they ask, what can the country do for me? Not what can I do for my country? What can I do for my church? Sometimes people rush to church not because they're looking for God, but they're looking for something. <laughs> if you do that, you will never find the will of God for your life. It is a heart that is seeking to do God's will that God revealed that will to. Anyone, Jesus said that, Anyone who wants to do the will of God is the one that God revealed his will to. There is nobody on earth here that is useless. That is hopeless. That don't have anything. Everybody has Something that he can give. It is when you don't find that thing that people look down upon you. If you find that thing and you put your passion and work at it, it gives you a price on your life. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if it is sweeping, that God says, You, as a sister, obey. Obey pra. Yes, the zeal behind the sweeping will make you a very great and expert sweeper. That you begin to do and write the book of an art of sweeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you create a school of, they do a degree in it. <laughs> you move into the environmental science. Create a company. Worldwide, if they want a perfect, clean place, your company is the one they will give. And that company will put a high price on it because it's a professional one. So it's not a cause you choose that gives you money. It is what you are called to do that gives you money. I hope I'm talking sense. So, fine to do. I shouldn't pastor because I want to make money. 
Some people would want to make church because they want to get money. No, 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 no. I pastor because I have the passion. I know this is what I am called to do. I've been saying, even if you don't pay me, I will still pastor with joy and smile. It is not because of the pay. It is because I love the job. (laughs) If you throw me out, the next human beings are fine. I'll pastor them. What you are doing shooting me because you are looking for money is because you have passion for it. And your passion normally goes with your purpose. Whatsoever you are passionate about, inside is the will of God. Jesus was passionate about his mission. Someone said, I want to know the mission before I can become passionate. But I also ask, what are you passionate about in life? Someone said, oh, media, life goes. There's nobody on earth here that anything goes. There are certain things when they happen, you have. There's some energy that is in you. There are certain things when they mention it, you are, you are energized. The moment you find that, then it means that God is guiding you in that direction. I'm not saying that insulting people, you are energized. Some people have got a very sharp teeth. When they talk once, they cut through. The truth. Well, that might be your passion, but channel it, channel it productively. Channel it against the satanic forces. Channel it as a prayer force. (laughs) Channel it. It means that you have a ways that can fight battles in the spiritual war, not upon human beings, because the Bible says that our warfare is not carnal, but they are also what? Spiritual. So if you feel like fighting, I'm a fighter, you're good, you can fight it, but turn it into a spiritual warfare. You pray and pray and pray, and before you realize, you're getting victories in the spiritual realm, and you're casting out demons. Forces are falling everywhere you go. You are bringing victory. Before you enter a place, you see that when there's confusion, you bring orderliness through your prayer. People say, hey, this guy, there's something about him. Hey, anytime they are going to do anything, and they see there's confusion in the country, they say, hey, go and bring the guy. If he comes here, they say, okay, I'm coming. Then they will give you first class. Because every country wants peace. And they know when you step there, you have the power. You've proven it over and over that your presence can bring peace. So the earmark you, any place you enter, you brought peace. First, you start from your home. You don't start from the country. <laughs> you start from your home. Say, I have for this guy. 
then you move the, the family, then you, meet, you move to your, your tribe, then you move to your um, area there. Anytime you get there, there's peace. So this guy, he's a son of peace. He's a daughter of peace. Yeah. Any place he enters, there is peace. Then they begin to recommend you. Then they want peace counsel. They say, hey. Then somebody say, hey, president, there's some guy. He's got this thing. Anytime he sits down to talk, problem you think will bring death. He sits in everything cool that he knows how to handle it. He said, where is he? Bring him. Before he realized they made you a member of Council of uh, uh, State. Before he realized uh, chairman of the uh, uh, Council of State. Before he realized you become somebody they send the UN. They say, there's a guy here. That, then the UN want peacekeeper. Say, look, this guy, we must set him where there's problem in the world. We will take him there. They take you there and everything cool down. Say, wow, we've got the solution to world peace. Then that's where they give you dollars. First class, when they are flying you. So, what is your passion in life? I want you to look at what do you want to do? Passion. You said football. Not watching people. <laughs> But what is your passion? What do you do? I want you to pray about that. Find about that. There are certain things, when you get it, you know, things you are passionate about, you don't get tired. Things they force you to do. That's why I don't like forcing people. If you force people to do things, they start, they are, they are tired. If you look at their faces, you yourself, you get discouraged. Because <laughs> it's not their passion. So finding the will of God is the most important thing in our life. At the end, we are going to be judged by God's will. Not by what God gave to somebody to do mm. by what God gave you to do. That is why life is not competition. We are not competing with anybody. Let somebody prosper. Praise God for that. Don't envy that person if he's prospering. Maybe one day you come and sponsor something of yours. Isn't it? Be happy when people are fulfilling their will. If all of us are supposed to fulfill the will of God, this world will be a sweet world. Sometimes somebody has missed his course. You see, a carpenter who is trying to do Medicine. Struggle, struggle. And a doctor um, who is supposed to do medicine is doing carpentry work. He cut the wood like a human being. (laughs) 
The other ones will cut the, <laughs> the human being like a wood. <laughs> Confusion. <laughs> so find out your passion. Some of you can talk. You can argue. Argue your case. It's almost a lawyer. <laughs> it's good to have lawyers. I was telling somebody. If we put a committee of lawyers together, it's very good. You get about 10 of them, 10 good lawyers, put them together in a committee. They won't arrive at any place. They will, they will give them the topic, they will talk, each one will bring his point left and right at the end. <laughs> it will come to zero. <laughs> so it's good, it's good. So if you get one, it's enough. Some of them, even doctors do the same. They sit down, they say, hey, if it cut like this, this if it cut, they will sit down and talk, uh, if you get very good, if one is not the lead, and they are all equal, you will die while they are discussing your... They will discuss your case for two weeks while you are dying. By the time they finish, you are dead and they come and do post-mortem. Don't be angry. It's <laughs> the same way we even pastors. We put two good pastors together, you create problem. We preach no preacher, no preacher. Now we are bah, tight in here. We see tight in here. We see here. <laughs> By the time the two of you leave you, you are confused more than confused. The will of God. For me, if the will of God for me is to carry this woman's Bible every day, I'll be glad to carry your Bible so that you can preach for me to be blessed and be able to bless you. If that is the will of God for my life. He said, be wise. Knowing the will of God for your life. Wise people find God's will for their life. And the will of God, number one, will of God which we must send to everybody is to receive Jesus as their personal savior. That is where God's will begins. That is why we are encouraging everyone to introduce people to that will. It doesn't matter how you succeed on this earth. If Christ is taken out, you are a failure. You are outside the will of God. Some say, Pastor, you are too hard on that. 
Yes, that is the truth. Thank you. Once we find the will of God, we also have to decide. Say decide. Sometimes decision is another problem. My uncle is a hunter. He was a hunter. And he gave a story. He said, he was asked this question. He said, I'm going to ask you that question. There were three or five animals, or four, let me use four animals, or four beds on a tree. And he was very looking, desperate looking for meat, and he never missed them. Then this bed, by intuition, Four of them, they got to know that a hunter is coming. And three decided to fly, to go. How many of them was left? They decided they didn't. <laughs> we can decide to do something and not do it. You see, you fail my exams. <laughs> you say you all fail my exams. If all of us here Decide to win one soul. And we don't. How many souls did we win? <laughs> so the decision aspect is very important when you know the will of God. You see, God shows you his will and the decision is left to you to implement. He makes Anyone who will not decide, you can't help him. People who can decide, you can't help them. Help them, they will, you have to move them along. If a child says, I won't learn, he might be the most intelligent child. Eh? until he decides that I will do it and start doing it. There's nothing you can, you can give him the best teachers. What they're teaching, his mind is what? You know, you can... And as African children, we can disobey and obey. Parent force. Get up. You are up, but in your heart, you are sitting. 
In your heart, you are sitting. It's just that for force or more now. When the person finds his path, you don't need to follow him. Oh, don't sin. Look, everybody who sin know that. He's sinning. The problem is decision not to sin. I'm not sinning. You talk, 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 they go and do the same thing. Sometimes you'll cry. Your cry won't change the person until he finds out for himself, look, what I am doing is going to destroy me and I want to stop it and I'm making a decision today to stop it. That's where our prayers are very, very important to mold the heart of them to make them willing to do the very will of God. Why don't we find it very difficult to take decisions? Sometimes we are not sure. How many of you know that? Sometimes we are not sure. The thing is lingering in your mind. That if I, fear is number one. How many of you know that everybody has fear? Anybody on this earth that says he doesn't have fear, he will go to hell. <laughs> Boy, he's lying. <laughs> True. We all have our fears, but some knows how to manage their fears. They don't allow the fears to manage them. You think, I don't fear something. I fear Reverend Guapo, he has got his fears. All of us, rich men, has their fears. Presidents have their fears. Those who are nobody have their fears. Who needs a car? You have your fears. Who is a car? You have your fear. Isn't it? Have you ever passed a like the other day I said? We lived in Nima before. Akwando Street. <laughs> and those people, they go and, no Nima, uh, uh, they are rough people there. We don't close on, we don't close our door. Because we have nothing to fear. If you come, you'll find bubbles and books. <laughs> and those people, they are not looking for books to read. So, it's very late to them. So, he's going, he opens the door, I come, I enter. <laughs> the place is open. Anybody can go in and come. But, just get some money and put it inside. Nobody will tell you. Those who fear much at night are the rich people. Those who don't fear, they can lie on the street. 
They call them street children. Hey, he will lie down there and sleep. And you who is behind bars, you know those who are behind bars, every Ghanaian have got uh, burglar proof. And burglar proof is a prison. Uh, then you put the hard the, the, uh, uh, the door, the iron door, how do you call it? Oh, those secure door. Huh? Pass a guard. Oh, they can pop. Then you lock this one. Three gates. You are alone. <laughs> what at all? <laughs> Even after that, when you are asleep and you have to check. The one lying by the street, cars pass by, people scream, they never open their eyes. You in your room, locked there, you, you hear a sound of a car, you think arm robbers have come around. So everybody has got what? He's fierce. If you're nobody, you walk through town free. You come home late. 11, 12, you alone walking in darkness. You don't fear anybody. <laughs> you don't even have control of clothes. <laughs> and you walk boldly through and People think there's something wrong with you. And those in the room behind bars, you think there's something wrong with them too. <laughs> but let the guy get little money in your pocket. If I ask you to walk from this place to Medina at 9 p.m. and you have money with you, you say no. So if you have it, there is fear. If you don't have it, there is fear. If you have money, fear. You don't have it, what would I eat? Fear. But the fears are different. But you should learn how to manage your fears. People cannot take decisions. The Bible, you know, do you know what the Bible says? The fearful. Some of us never, where we are, is because fear is the one keeping us. The Bible says he has not given us the spirit of what? In Timothy said, God did not give us the spirit of fear. In fact, fear, according to Revelation, he's the one leading to hell. Part of it. People never took Jesus as their personal savior because they fear somebody. They fear the public opinion. Yeah. Yo, I'm almost convinced. But if I take the decision, Herod, all the rest, when Jesus was tried, they saw that Jesus did not have sin. But the fear of the people. 
Politicians know the right thing to do, but they fear. They fear the tomb. Of the electorate. Pastors know what to do, but they fear that they will lose their members. Fear. Fear was leading the march to hell. You read Revelation, you find it there. They are the fearful, and they won't believe it. Not only adultery, not only fornication, not only thieves, but the fearful. Fear will let you not do what is right. The, you see, sin is not only committing, there's an omission. You see, anybody, but the fearful, which one is first? The fearful and what? Unbelieving and what? They're abominable and what? You see where they place the madras. So if here was the first when they were marching. And what? War members, sorcerers. Abayfu. Abayfu. Adulators. And what? Liars. Who didn't trust your account? Liars shall have their part where? In the lake which burned with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Hey, Shafo, and they say, Obiam, Obiam go heaven. <laughs> Isn't it? Because after reading this, you look at yourself in the mirror. One, you've caught, you are caught back home, back home. Welcome back home. So how can we escape? That's why I'm preaching Christ to you. But God looks at you through Jesus Christ. Fear is very dangerous. The negative fear. Some of us are afraid They're afraid of wishes. How many fear wishes? Oh, tell me the truth. Don't lie, you're in the church. Hey, me fear by even a bee. Some of them, they are very dangerous. Fear of failure. Some of us are there, something tells you you will fail. It's a spirit. It grips you. Have you ever been gripped by a spirit of fear before? Sometimes you don't know where the thing is coming from. It's unfounded, but you are afraid. Fear that you lose what you have. Fear of losing your husband. Fear of losing your wife. Fear of losing your children. Fear of losing your business. Fear of even losing your church. Some pastor, prophet. Hey, if I go to church one day and nobody comes, do you know that none of you tell the other person you are coming to church today? Huh? 
You know it's possible all of you can decide today I want to rest. <laughs> oh, you don't, you, don't get, you don't get me. Because you, 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 you take independent decision to come to church. So it's, it's my, the devil can put the fear that, look, what about if everybody then decide one Sunday that today I'm tired, let me rest for next week. And you decide, you decide, you decide, and all of you do your decision in the house. Then Sunday morning, I come here. <laughs> your brain can anticipate that. And you feed on that. And it will bring fear in your heart. Now what about if they go and somebody deceive them to his church? Say, how do I cure it? My cure is that you belong to Christ. Whenever Satan wants to take something from me, I say, Satan, everything I have is Christ. If you take it, I don't lose anything. Jesus has lost it. He said, I will give you this. I said, everything you want to give me, Christ has given me. So I don't need yours. If you put your heart on your own strength, you will fail. But if you put your heart on God, you will succeed. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. God bless you. If you're here, maybe you're afraid of death. And death is something everybody sometimes fears. How many of you have never thought about death before? How many of you never feared you would die before? I can, if I say single hand, you are lying. All of us, especially when you hear somebody that is close to you, is dead. No, people die every day, don't you know that? But when the person is not close to you, you know that people die. But when you know the person and is dead, they hey, yes. <laughs> Death is something everybody fears. You can pretend I don't want to think about it. It will come. You can say, oh, that's particularly a priest, you preacher. Oh, look, it is appointed unto man that wants to die after that. Jesus has overcome death. At the time you are preaching, there's boldness and uh, 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 faith in your heart. But when you finish, <laughs> sometimes after finishing your preaching, then you meet. 
the situation. Pastors have their fear more than you. What they preach. Sometimes you lay hands and you pray on the sick. We say, oh, I'll go with faith. We have our fears. You pray for people. Sometimes people, members come to you having faith that, oh, if I meet pastor, my problem is solved. They meet you, the pastor himself, he's in balance. <laughs> it's bolder than usual. I remember that somebody was sick. They brought the person to me. I think it was Smith. When they brought the person, me myself, my temperature was higher than the person. <laughs> I was managing my temperature. And they brought the person. I have to pray. And it was Smith who brought, the lady was taken from the hospital. She couldn't walk. They've declared she will never walk. And this, if I don't know how they have faith in me. <laughs> they carried this. And the one, the taxi they hired was a Jehovah Witness man. So he has a where are you going to say they're going to give you the pastor? He said, he did this man. So they brought the, the person and uh, they said, Prophet, when went to hospital and they said, There's no hope, we have brought this person. Me, me, myself, I was having a, a half fever and I was fighting my, my, own, my own sickness. I don't know what happened. My mouth, I opened my mouth. I said, oh, this lady should walk. That and there was faith in me. She will walk. Then when I finished, I looked at the legs. <laughs> you can ask me if I look at the legs and I, when I asked the story and they told me the history of the disease, how long she's been at the hospital, and how they brought it almost killed my faith. <laughs> but sometimes, with all our fears, yes. Come on, preach. 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 I said, God, it is your word. Yes. It doesn't matter how I feel now. It doesn't matter my fears. Your word says that you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. And the devil say, you yourself have temperature. So what? <laughs> Your devil know how to debate it. I said, no, this first word I spoke, I spoke it from the spirit and the spirit have life. So they were looking at me I was encouraging them. They looked at my face. 
it looked like her faith, but there's fear, there was fear inside. You see, sometimes you have faith, fear in your mind, but faith in your heart. You see the heart and the mind struggling. Your heart says it can be done. Your mind says, hey, if we try, you'll be disgraced. So I laid my hands. Then they said, I'm someone show. Instead of creating, instead of creating doubt, she thought it was the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it helped her faith. <laughs> My sickness <laughs> ignited. And she managed that she wanted to get up as she tried and fell. I said, hey. I said, Uber Nante. I said, Smith, hold the other side. You hold here, then we lifted. We said, use your leg. The leg was dragging. <laughs> and Sita was saying, you. Today is the end of your healing ministry. <laughs> ha, it's not easy. Immediately, but I felt that the mind started giving way to the heart. Faith was increasing. I was seeing the possibility of God more than any other thing. I got to a certain realm. And when I get to that realm, it doesn't matter what is happening. I said, Smith, leave the lady on me. She left it. The lady is heavier. She tried to pull me. I said, today you will walk. Feet, you will be strong. She started I said, pull this one. He said, I can't pull it. I said, you can pull it. <laughs> Lift it. She tried. But by the time we went three times, she was walking and running and walking. The lady I'm talking about is alive. She sells instruments. She came here the other day, wanted to sell. She was the one who sold some of the instruments to, to go for the church. When I met her, Kumasi Church, when I met her, she said, Prophet, you are the one. I said, look, you were a young girl then. She didn't get up and later became a cripple. If you look at her, she walks without limping. So our faith can be tried, they can be faith in the heart, but they can be fierce in the mind. But let the heart overcome the fears of the mind. God bless you.